To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, here's a good tip. Frozen spinach or spinach in frozen form is great for smoothies. Yeah, it'd be good for smoothies. I The thing... The dish that I think that require that I cook that requires the most spinach is a saguala. Love a saguala. And um I mean it just it just you know the thing about your spinach is especially if you're using it fresh, you have like a massive bag and you think, Oh, this will be more than enough and then you start cooking with it and it just wilts and disappears and disappears and, and, and condenses and compacts so much, doesn't it? Um, that you end up needing way more than you possibly imagine. So that could be a really good option for frozen spinach as well. Nikki Wicks is here. I'm sure she's got some thoughts on this. Do you ever use frozen spinach? Yeah, I do. I use, I, only lately, I, I use frozen spinach that I've frozen. But I, ah. I would be absolutely open to, because I'm a big spinach grower, because as you say, you need a mountain of it to get a cup full. Yeah. Um, I love a bit of smo- frozen spinach. I think it's a great way to preserve it. And you're right, smoothies are great. And yes, when you mention the saguala, I'm instantly hungry for it. Um, yeah, saguala is so good. Oh, it is so good. It's yeah. Got, I mean, Popeye was onto something, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, because there's a real richness if you use, and I mean, you have to use a lot of the spinach, but a really like healthy, nutritious richness to it. And it sort of goes creamy. It does. You just got to cook yeah. it on the. It's got to be on the slow though, eh? You've just got to yeah, go absolutely. take your time with a saguala. Yeah, your time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't hurry it. Okay, exactly. Anyway, anyway um, <laughs> this morning you have for us a, a recipe for a grape and chicken salad. So something completely different. Something completely different to a saguala. In fact, it's probably at the other end mm. of the spectrum, even because. Because it's, yeah. it's fresh and sassy and, and s- sweet zingy and, and sweet. Because there's grapes everywhere. I don't know if you've um, oh yeah uh, been, oh so good. So good. A friend of mine keeps giving me these beautiful bags of um, green grapes from a home you know home vine. And honestly, oh. I just stand at the bench and I just cram them in my mouth. It's yeah. just fantastic. I love them. But anyway, this is a beautiful little grape and chicken salad, and it sort of has origins in Vietnam. Although I had it at a cafe in Melbourne, and I've never forgotten it. I've made it repeatedly so here's what we do we use beautiful poached chicken grab a couple of chicken breasts um, and just poach those really gently um, in a pot covering covering them with water maybe grab quarter half a cup of onion you don't need to do this but it just gives them a little bit of flavor mm. um, a stick of lemongrass two young lime leaves or lemon leaves so if you go if you've got a lemon tree or if the neighbors have go and pick a couple of little lemon leaves off that and they're really beautiful um, and a um, bit of salt and pepper and just poach that you bring it up to a, a simmer, kind of more like a tremble, um, and then put the lid on and then kind of let it cool down. And that just cooks that chicken breast through absolutely beautiful. Um, once that's done, you can either shred it or cut it across the grain, your, your choice. You could also use this recipe for some leftover roast chicken jack as well. Mm, it would work just mm. as well. Um, and then we sm- and then we soak some vermicelli, and that's that really, really thin rice noodle. Take about 50 grams of it. This is enough to serve, serve sort of two. Pour some boiling water over it in a bowl and just leave it for about five minutes and then drain it really well. And draining draining vermicelli, you've really got to either squeeze it or really knock the water out of there. Um, and then here's the, here's the beautiful dressing ingredients and the rest of the ingredients that 
just make the salad absolutely sing. Um, whisk together some lime juice, or you could use lemons. Um, one teaspoon of sesame oil. God, I love that flavour. Yeah. Um, a tablespoon of grated palm sugar. Get the good stuff from an Asian supermarket. Um, or you can use brown sugar as well. Tablespoon of fish sauce. There goes your salt. Um, and four tablespoons of coconut milk or coconut cream. Um, and just check for the balance of flavours. You're wanting to taste saltiness, the acidity from the from the citrus. You want a bit of sweetness in there. Um, so if you haven't got all of those kind of really pinging around, then just adjust those. And then we've got a cup of beautiful grapes, red or green, fine. You can halve them if you fancy. Um, two chilies. So we've got a bit of heat oh, going good. on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You need the chilli in this. Um, and just take the se- some of the seeds out of there, if you like, and chop them up nice and fine so you get a kind of even distribution in this salad. And then a big cup, you know, like a packed couple of mixed fresh herbs of mint, coriander, ah. Vietnamese mint. You can even go basil in there at the moment. And, oh, don't forget to smack that mint between your palms of your hand to really explode that flavour out of it. Um, quarter to a half cup of crushed peanuts are going to go on top. Toss the whole lot together and sit down with a big bowl of this, and it's juicy with explosions of the yeah, the sweetness and all of those dressing ingredients and a little bit of the ping of that chili coming through. Oh. Just the best thing you can do with grapes right now. Sounds so good. Yeah. It's really it good. Sounds it's like, yeah, delicious. It sounds exceptional. Do you know, I in Vietnam, and this could be total bollocks, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, but in, when I was in Vietnam and I was you know, going around the markets or something, I don't know where I got it from, some tour guide or something, said, that 40% of the world's fresh herbs are grown in Vietnam. Oh, that does Would you believe that? Me. When, you, when you're smashing your mint that. and your coriander and everything? That's amazing. Now, I would believe that because um, if you think about how much is consumed in Vietnam or nearby countries of yeah. fresh herbs, just yeah. huge amount, huge amount. And also if you go to those markets, as you were obviously in one, just mountains, mountains of them. Not little bunches of coriander, no. but mountains of it. And, and, and I suppose the in, climate's good for growing it as well, isn't it? It's lush and it's wet, and that's just perfect for a lot of those herbs, those soft herbs. And I know when we filmed um, the Vietnamese um, episode of World Kitchen, yeah. I visited a herb farm. It was huge, and it was just went on for miles and miles and miles, and it was amazing. What were they growing? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they were growing lemongrass there, oh, yeah. um, which was amazing because it was quite swampy. So I was surprised yeah. to see how much water those that needed, um, and also coriander. But a lot of it done manually, like there was people with you know yokes on carrying water, etc. It was quite extraordinary. Oh, it must be it a faff to grow coriander on a large oh, scale well, if you're doing it manually, don't you think? But I think I think again, it's not it's not a dry environment there. It's very yeah. lush and very moist, so, so it doesn't go to that, seed so quickly. Uh, so it doesn't bolt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But oh, I just love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All right. Hey, thank you for that.